So cloud gaming is absolutely huge. Every major tech company on the planet, we're talking Facebook, we're talking Google, we're talking many, many others are creating and publishing cloud games. But there's some gaps in the market. And we're talking to somebody who has a very interesting background in gaming, which we'll talk about, and a very interesting new cloud gaming startup that they are releasing. So Ben, welcome and thank you for being with us. Uh, who are you first of all? Let's start there. Hey, thanks, John. Thanks for having me. Uh, I'm Ben. I'm with uh, Now.gg. So uh, I like to describe my role as anything that uh, makes us money or uh, makes us uh, help game developers be happier. That's my jam. So that's what I do wow. here. Wow. Okay. Very, very cool. Now, Now.gg is very, very new. Where's it come from? There's a very well-known and large company behind it. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so we, uh, Now.gg is coming from BlueStacks. Uh, we've been in the market for a really long time. We've been using our own internal mobile cloud uh, for the last few years, and we're finally at a place where the technology has actually caught up where we can release this on a global scale and make it uh, viable for folks across the globe. So we're actually spinning this out, spinning this out into its own thing where uh, folks across the globe can put their games uh, on Now.gg's cloud and publish links to their website and let the masses start playing. Amazing. Uh, that's quite a revolution. I mean, if you think about the history of mobile games, especially how they started, uh, especially perhaps on iOS, uh, there's one way, <laughs> there's one door, there's right. one gate. Um, right. And you've got to get through that in order to get your game out there as a developer or to get access to it as somebody playing the game. So talk a little bit about cloud gaming, how it works and what the user experience is. Yeah. So when we uh, came up with the idea for, for now.gg, we really focus in on three words. There's the shareability, accessibility, and the monetization that uh, mobile cloud uh, offers. And so now.gg as a platform, as a service, we have the platform allow you to put your mobile games on the cloud, publish the link on your website, and let anybody play. Anybody that is a gamer knows that uh, when we all started out as teenagers, maybe we didn't have the best phones because that's what uh, mom and dad's allowance got us. So uh, some kids across the globe uh, don't have to deal with that, but for the most of us, you know, we always start out with low-end phone, and that's who gamers are, right? We get uh, get to playing games when we're young. We slowly get better and better games, but then as we uh, find more and more games that we like to play, and our phone quality increases, well, now we've got all this storage that is taken up with pictures and videos. And while we have a better phone, we actually don't have the storage to be able to play uh, like this really heavy MMORPG or something like that. So then we're faced with, okay, do I delete all my pictures or do I play this game? Okay, maybe I'm not going to delete my pictures. I'll just pass in this game. Um, so both of those are very real issues that a lot of people across the globe are going to face. We've, in some of our research, we found that around 60% of uh, phones that are out there can't handle some of these heavier games. Uh, really beautiful, really great games that everybody would love and play, but their phones just physically can't handle the specs that are required. And another 30 to 35% of gamers that are out there are facing those storage issues where, okay, do I download this awesome new game that just came out? Or do I delete the picture of me and grandma at her 80th birthday party? That's a really tough decision to make for a lot of gamers that are out there, right? Uh, so having- Not as tough as you would think for some of them. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. Yeah, it depends on how, how much uh, grandma gave you for your birthday. Um, you know, I think at the end of the day, 
as gamers, we, we always want to try the, the latest and greatest thing. Um, there's always new updates that are coming out for games. There's always things that um, may interest you when a new character is added, new level, new dungeon boss, or even if it's a hyper-casual game, like a, the latest hyper-casual game that comes out. Um, I was sitting next to someone, this was before pandemic happened, but I was sitting next to someone on a train in Tokyo and I was just watching him play and he was swiped through 30 different hyper-casual games like on our train ride. He was just, Are just you exiting. Me? Yeah, it was insane. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, that's a, even though it's a hyper-casual game, it still takes a lot of space on your device, right? Uh, but being able to just go to a link and start playing that game instantly and swipe back and forth between those games or uh, play your favorite game on your uh, favorite game developer's website, you don't have to worry about the storage. You don't have to worry about if you have a very low-end phone or... Uh, if you have Wi-Fi or 5G connection, I think 5G also is going to help out um, mobile cloud gaming uh, tremendously. But even with where we are right now with our current um, 4G LTE and most of the most of the globe, it's perfectly acceptable for for gaming. Very low latency. Uh, it's almost imperceptible. Um, I, I think that the where where technology is right now, it's the perfect time for cloud gaming to come out. So it's a crowded marketplace, as we talked about right off the top. There's a lot of options out there. And if you're a developer, um, why are you going to choose this one? Uh, why are you going to come to now.gg? Uh, what's, what's, what's driving you to do that? Uh, is it easier? Is it better? Is it quicker? Uh, what's the scenario here? Yeah, sure. So now.gg is built on now cloud OS. It's our own proprietary uh, Android Cloud is distributed across ARM servers across the globe. Uh, we have a global network of servers that enable you, if you're in South Korea, to have a server that's close to you in South Korea. If you're in Brazil, there's a server close to you in Brazil. And that really helps out the latency. And we've designed now Cloud OS so that it's backward compatible with all the existing Android games that are already out there. You could think that in the future, as more and more folks think about mobile cloud gaming, um, they can design a native cloud app and use our distributed tech for that. Um, it's not required for anything right now. Like we're not coming to everybody and saying, um, hey, uh, for AFK Arena, you need to make all these changes to your game. Mm -hmm. Actually, we'll just make the game available at play.afkarena.com. Somebody mm -hmm. can go in and play the existing game that's already out there with minimal changes required. Um, now, of course, we do have some um, payments SDK that can be integrated. And so folks can uh, start to realize not just users play in the cloud and having fun playing the game is actually going to start making payments in the cloud uh, it kind of frees them from uh, any kind of device restrictions as well as store restrictions that are out there so i think the ease of entry and removing a lot of those barriers um, and uh, honestly like we we've uh, been working on this tech for so long that we intuitively understand what it takes to make a game that's supposed to be played on a smaller uh, screen you can be playing on a desktop uh, browser or you can be playing on a mobile phone browser uh, and for us like it's something that we we live and breathe every day so it's very easy for us to come up with something like that i think that us removing the barrier of entry and making it so easy for folks both on the game developer side as well as the in gamer uh, it's, it's uh lights out nobody can uh nobody can touch that i love the idea because uh, i remember the early days of internet honestly <laughs> so maybe i'm dating myself a little bit there but you know you're working and you needed a break you needed a mental break and so you needed five minutes of fun right mm -hmm. that's all you needed five minutes of fun and so you went to some website and you played some galaga type game or you played some you know other like running man game or something like that right mm -hmm. and then you went back to your work 
and it was easy and was cool. And that was kind of neat right off your desktop worked and everything like that. Uh, so I, I look forward to, I look forward to trying it out. What kinds of games will be available right off the top? We are officially coming out with 30 games on our launch day. We have another 150 games in the pipeline right now that are somewhere between uh, going live or will be live uh, within the next month. So we have 30 games and they span the entire range of genres that are out there. We have hardcore RPGs, we have MMOs, we have MOBAs, we have FPS games. Uh, because the latency is so low and because it works on any device that has a browser, uh, you can start playing the game in the cloud. Mm -hmm. um, doesn't matter if it's a hardcore RPG or a FPS game or a hyper casual game. Uh, the tech works for all those games. And we have a very wide range of games that are launching with us. Excellent. Now, let's talk a little bit about platforms and games. It's been controversial, to say the least, over the last year, especially. Everybody knows what's going on with Epic and iOS and Epic and Android um, and many other types of apps as well, where, hey, you got massive distribution to a global audience on an app store or on a Google Play, but then you were bound by the restrictions of that platform. And there's ongoing conversation at legal levels, as well as governmental levels, what that should be, what that should look like. What's your position there? And, and what's your offering to game publishers and game developers in terms of what they can do on this platform versus existing mobile platforms? Sure. So I kind of I think we're in that stage where Spotify was back in 2012 or 2013, where they're running around telling everybody, hey, guys, nobody's going to be downloading music anymore. And all the executives are pointing their fingers at, at them and laughing, saying, no, everybody's <laughs> going to be downloading, like streaming. You've got to be kidding me. Um, I think we're at that stage right now where Spotify is running around telling everybody, guys, nobody's going to be downloading songs anymore in mass. They're just going to be streaming. You should work with us. We're kind of at that same stage where we're going around telling everybody, Folks, we know what's happening in the gaming market. We've been around this the block for, for a, a few minutes. Uh, we know what's happening with uh, devices. People want to play these games, but they can't actually do it. Um, here's a solution that is almost frictionless for you to get onto the cloud. It takes you five minutes to put a couple CNAME records on your website. So that way you could go to like a play.disneyheroesgame.com and start playing the game instantly. So five minutes of some webmaster's time. It probably takes him three minutes to remember his GoDaddy password of that five minutes. Um, so it takes them five minutes to get it on the website. And just like Spotify was telling folks you know, a few years ago, this is coming, this revolution is coming. I think we're on the precipice of that right now. If you remove the barrier of entry for folks to be able to get their game onto the cloud, uh, anybody can do it. It's very accessible for folks. Um, we're very much um, of the mindset that um, by making games more accessible and more shareable, I'm too old for TikTok, but I'm sure that uh, th that TikTok is used by lots of folks out there. Uh, everybody shares stuff on social media these days. Um, sharing a, a tracking link or going to like um, apps.googleplay.com forward slash one, two, three, four. You know, that's not a real URL, but like that's, that's not a kind of URL that you would share with your friends on Snapchat or TikTok or something like that. But sharing a link like play.stateofsurvival.net, like that's a very easy link for you to share with your friends. Um, we're already starting to see people post on Reddit and Discord. Like they're, even though these games haven't been officially announced yet, uh, we're starting to see a lot of these titles picked up just by random people searching for uh, different games. Um, actually, I saw a huge 
Reddit post yesterday for raid.plarium.com. So it wasn't shared by somebody, but somebody was just trolling the website, found it, and it went viral really quickly. So it kind of proves our point there that as we're seeing, uh, somebody posts in just one Discord server in Brazil, it can kind of lead to one other thing and leads to another thing. And then all of a sudden Reddit's talking about it. So making the games really accessible, really shareable, it puts us right in that sweet spot of where like a Spotify was a few years ago, that this revolution is coming. And so everybody that can jump on board right now you're going to be light years ahead of the rest of the field. Super interesting. And what that makes me think, and correct me if I'm wrong here, is that you can have that experience of the now.gg streaming engine right from your own website, right from your own branded site. You're just simply a couple lines of code, boom, you're done. Is that correct? Yes, absolutely. So we've done a lot of work. We're very deeply integrated with folks like Singular. Singular has been an awesome partner with us. Um, and we not just having a revolutionary tech is enough to call it a day. Like, well, of course we want it to be privacy first. We want to make sure that the user is protected with all that. And I think the partnerships that we've built with Singular uh, and some other folks in the mobile measurement space have really helped us uh, push this tech to a place where somebody can come in, they can play the game on the website. They're welcome to continue playing on the website as long as they want to, or they could actually end up downloading on the phone. And as we've seen over the last uh, month or so with all the iOS uh, changes that have taken place, uh, this whole solution works beautifully end-to-end, -end, whether somebody's playing on the website for a long time or if they're going to play there for three minutes just to experience the game, see if they like it, and then end up installing on their device, assuming that they have uh, plenty of storage space. Uh, like if somebody actually does go from the website to their mobile phone, it's a great experience. It's very privacy-first. The user um, flow is very well thought out with, the, with all of our mobile measurement partners. Mm -hmm. um, so there's low barrier of entry to get the game on your website, but it also works if you, somebody wants to go from the website to their device. Cool. And then uh, I guess still from the developer side, um, just um, what's it look like in terms of your payment solution and uh, platform cut, all that stuff that some people are going to be thinking about when they're sort of in the epic situation and wondering, hey, can I do better here? Sure. So I think at, at the end of the day, it comes down to how many users are playing your game per day? Are you going to have 10,000 people playing concurrently every day? Are you going to have 1,000 people try out the game real quick and then they go install their device? So we have a, a range of business models that will work with everybody. If you look at the cloud, it gives us a really easy way to get users playing really quickly. And if the developer wants the game to be played for a long time, we have a business model that can support that. If somebody wants to come in, let's say that you're driving traffic from a social channel directly to the website, letting users experience the game there. And then you do want to push them into installing the device or installing the game on their device. Um, that's a very easy business model for us to support. Like if you do want somebody to play long-term in the cloud, we do have a payment SDK that's available. It's really easy to integrate. There's not a ton of code changes required to make that happen. And we've kept the platform fees very, very favorable for the developers. It's not going to be nearly as high as what's on uh, some of the legacy platforms. Because it's a distributed cloud, we were able to keep our costs uh, pretty low, even though it is a cloud uh, technology. Uh, we're able to keep our costs uh, uh, very much in check because of the tech that we've built and having a distributed Android um, across all these different servers across the globe, um, we're able to keep our costs pretty pretty low, which means much favorable terms for the developer. That makes a lot of sense. Good. Now, I have to ask, and I, I realize this is going to be a really challenging, um, maybe it's a simple no. <laughs> I don't know. Android is available. Android is at, at, at its core open source. 
what about iOS? Uh, what about iOS games? Is that is that something that 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 would be interesting, or is that totally irrelevant? I mean, because most big games are released on both Android and iOS. Is it not about the platform anymore? It's just about the game. What's the answer there? It's just about the game. So any any device, any browser, you can start playing as soon as you get the link. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Interesting. So you don't have to think, I have an iOS device, I need to find an iOS app. I have an Android device, I need to find an Android app. It's just, what is a cool game? And yep. go play it. Exactly. Very, 100%. very, very cool. Excellent. So what does this do to game publishers and developers um, over the next couple of years, does this change their mindset? Do they maybe go cloud first? I mean, you, you talked about the Spotify, you know, talking talk about Spotify telling us all, hey, everybody's going to not download music and just stream it. And everybody said, they're, you're crazy. Do you think mm-hmm. in two, three years, we'll think it's kind of odd to actually install a game, install code locally? I mean, it's always going to have its place. You're always going to want to have a game on your device at some level. Um, are you going to want to install every single game to try it out? No, um, that's not going to happen. Our mission and at our at our core ethos, we are very much uh, all about connecting the next billion gamers that are out there because we do know it's such a very real challenge for folks that have low-end devices or that have a higher-end device, but they have less storage available to install every single game that comes out there. So whether it's people that are going to come in and just try out games and decide, okay, actually, this is the right game that I want to play. But maybe they get hooked on playing the game like, oh, I'll just play, continue playing on the cloud. You can put a, a simple um, shortcut on your uh, iPhone's uh, uh, screen or you can put on your Android phone and just link directly to the cloud there. Um, we're not going to uh, be so bold as to say that uh, nobody's going to install apps anymore. But we are going to say that we do have the ability to connect that next billion gamers that are out there and connect with tons of gamers that would love to play all sorts of types of games but meet various barriers to actually getting that game installed on their device. I want to talk about geos for a minute because geos is a real challenge, right? I mean, what, what, what countries is your app available in, you know, which boxes do you check all that, all that stuff when you're talking about uh, an iOS or an Android platform, I see that as well on Amazon. I I have a couple books for sale and like I get 15,000 reports. Well, okay. Maybe it's 200 (laughs) (laughs) from different countries, right. On what, what's happening, what's going on with those traffic and, and, and sales on those. What do geos look like in a cloud gaming reality? How do you deal with that? Is it is is it published once and globally available? What's it look mm-hmm. like? Yeah, so you're welcome to publish your game to your website. Get the game on our now.gg cloud. We publish the link on your website. You're welcome to geolock it or restrict it. As I said at the beginning, we have a distributed Android built across this awesome network of ARM servers globally. So we can target somebody that's in Brazil. We can make that available to them or the same game can be available in Korea or Japan or Taiwan, Germany. doesn't matter where the person is located. They can play the game and they can play the game, of course, in their language. So that's that's no issue. But also, if you want to lock it to a specific region, that's also no problem. Um, somebody tries to access a game that's um, targeting Japan, but they're based in the U.S. They'll just see, sorry, this game's not available in your region. Uh, so whether it's a global game um, or a region lock game, you know we're able to handle both those. Uh, I mentioned this uh, in passing earlier, but we do start to see some of these interesting things happening on Discord, uh, for, for an example, where somebody will share a link to a game that may or may not be available in their region. And all of a sudden, you know, you're 
putting a message out on Discord and there's a thousand people online, everybody's going to go check it out like that, right? Yeah. So we'll see these huge spikes of people coming in and, and check, trying to check out a game. Uh, so let's say that you put a game on your website, you know, oh, we only want to target folks in North America. Um, that's totally fine. We're happy to accommodate that. But you're also limiting yourself because we can't control where links go. Uh, we yes. can't control how people discover these links because it is such a, a very simple link. You're just play.yourgame.com or yes. cloud.yourgame.com. Anybody can find that. Uh, so if you are limiting yourself to only uh, making game available in one region, you're locking out the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. And if that game ends up going viral, you can get a ton of new users for Free. I mean, free marketing is, is the best thing that is, as a user acquisition <laughs> pro we can hope for, right? Yes. Uh, so free virality is something that is very, very much attainable with publishing a very quick link to your website uh, and getting that virality uh, happening and getting that viral loop. That's the best thing that we can hope for. So while it's totally possible to uh, geolock it, if you want, um, opening it up to the world and letting the world play your game, that's at, at whether you're the UA pro or you're the games PM or the games designer, you want people playing your game. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about how this changes, how people market their games. Um, we've seen a lot of evolution in the games market, right? We, you've got consoles, which probably started there and, and, and that's gonna continue for some period of time for certain types of games. Although even that market is being disrupted by cloud or trying to be, right? You've got desktop, which has always sort of been there at a low level, but you know, there's some people who swear by that. And I think that most people who are uh, pro gamers, esports types are probably using something like that. Uh, but mobile has really taken over as like kind of the default gaming device, right? The default place where I go for the five minutes of fun or even some of the mid-core and more hardcore stuff. Now mm-hmm. we've got cloud. There's a defined way of marketing a mobile game, which is where a lot of investment has gone. That defined way is changing radically right now because of privacy first measurement that's coming into iOS and is probably coming into Android as well. What does it look like to market a game in the cloud on now.gg? How's it different and what are the new opportunities? Yeah, I mean, it was really fortuitous timing that all this kind of came together right around the, the time that every UA pro was scratching their head saying, okay, what happened to my budget on May 10th? I just completely decimated. Uh, I was talking to one person and they saw their CPIs go from 30 cents for the schedule game over to $3 in the US. Wow. Um, I mean, it, that's not a UA cost that anybody can foresee or no, easily absorb. Casual. <laughs> no, certainly not. Uh, I mean, they blew their entire May budget in a single day. And that's something that every UA pro that's listening to this or is reading the article, like it's a very real thing. We all uh, have had to deal with those kind of challenges. Um, and it'll get better over time. Uh, certainly, we'll figure out ways and the uh, uh, mobile measurement partners out there, everybody is in between is trying to scramble and figure out, okay, how can we actually make privacy-first solutions work? And I think cloud plays a very uh, critical and pivotal role here because you can get somebody playing the game on the cloud, and it costs very little to, to get somebody into that. Of course, you can have it for free if you can unlock some of those viral loops and you can have people playing on a very simple link. Uh, but you can also send traffic quite cheaply from Facebook or Google or Yandex, Naver, um, Yahoo Japan, you know, wherever you are trying to drive traffic from, you can drive pretty cheap clicks. You can drive pretty cheap cheap uh, CPM campaigns to the cloud. Let the user play there. If they want to continue playing, that's awesome. If they want to end up installing on their device, that's also awesome too. Um, and because we've, we've approached this 
from the standpoint of you being able to get as much traffic as you want to in the cloud and we can scale up to 100,000 concurrent users without breaking a sweat. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's across all 30 games that are already live or you know, in the next month when we have 150 games live. Um, being able to get users into the cloud uh, as a CPC campaign or as a CPM campaign that's running, it lowers your costs drastically from having to do a standard CPI campaign. So you can get users into the cloud we're not charging a further follow-on CPI or anything crazy like that for you to get the user from the cloud to your game. So the game has kind of changed for everybody. And then now having a solution where you can get people from your standard UA methods into the cloud, let them play there. If they want to continue playing, awesome. If they want to install their device, that's also awesome too. Uh, We've made that flow very, very easy. And of course, we've also made sure that it's very privacy first and forward, uh, which is where the world is heading. That is a really, really interesting point. I mean, that's super interesting because CPIs are expensive, but web traffic is cheap. And that's why we've seen the sort of web to app flow kind of mm-hmm. dominate uh, or start to dominate as from a from a cost perspective, as well as uh, from a trackability, a measurability perspective in the last few months. And now what you're saying is, hey, web traffic is cheap. Drive them to the website. <laughs> you know, whether yep. it's a mobile browser, desktop browser, there you go. And mm-hmm. they're playing your game. And that's great. And they can get the app if they want. And maybe let's end here. What does this mean? What does it unlock? What do you, how do you see gaming in, I don't know, three to five years? Well, I don't think anybody saw the rise of TikTok uh, come up out of nowhere. So, you know, things like, uh, TikTok where come up where people just share things and they share their life or what food they're eating or they're doing these stupid uh, challenges that are out there that get kids in trouble, right? Uh, I don't think anybody could have seen that coming. Um, but what we can see is where gaming is headed. And gaming is a, it explodes year after year with like these mega hits, these mega IPs that come out, um, these huge games that, uh, well, huge in terms of size that you have to install on your device, but huge, huge successes. I mean, Genshin Impact came out the quickest game to a billion dollars. And uh, even for them putting their game on the cloud, it's a very, very uh, viable thing. Even though they made their first billion dollars, now they can make that next billion dollars from their mobile game, um, putting their game on the cloud. Uh, So I think, you know, we can't foresee everything that happens just like TikTok came up out of nowhere. But what TikTok did is it allows people to see how easy it is to share something. And so as we think about cloud gaming, while it's suitable for any game that comes out, whether it's a huge IP like a Genshin Impact um, or even a a hyper casual studio that's based in Eastern Europe that wants to start getting more people playing, um, the rise of shareability and making that game accessible so that it can be shared, I think that's that's where um, whether you're a UA pro uh, or you're a games PM, I mean, you want people to be able to play your game across all devices. So the accessibility is there with the cloud, but then that shareability is there as well. Um, and that's where we are seeing a lot of success right now. Um, whether it's TikTok or Reddit, um, Snapchat, Discord, all these different places where people are talking and conversing with each other, that shareability factor is just increasing. Every time somebody posts a link, you start to see these viral, um, viral spikes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Excellent. Well, Ben, thank you so much for taking this time. Cool. Thanks, John. It was awesome to be here. Appreciate it.